Welcome back to Thoughts from an Average Joe. My name is Troy Jackson here. We are on episode four. And today we're going to talk about cheating and double standards. I have a good friend next to me here, Melody Johnson. Uh, she is the second guest to appear on the show. Melody, why don't you go and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Melody. I'm one of Troy's good friends. We've been friends now for about three, going on four years. Nah, maybe a little more than three or four. It may be like... You might be right, maybe five. It's not been five years. No, you're right. It's been, it's four, it's four. You're right, you're right. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so why don't you go ahead and just, and just, and just explain the history of, you know, um, of, of our backstory real quick for the, for, for, the, for the listeners. Well, we've met back in, a, you know, like I said, three or four years ago through a mutual friend named Daniela. She introduced us. She thought that we'd be good to meet each other you know we were both single looking for someone to be with so she hooked us up and we were just friends at first and then you know from friends we went on from there to dating and then you know after that over the years we just decided to be really good friends all right so you know we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it all right Melody, let me get your perspective on how you feel about cheating and why you feel like people cheat? I mean, I really don't know why people cheat. I mean, I feel like some people may cheat because they feel like they need to fill a void that someone's not giving them, or maybe the other person is giving them what they need and that person just feels like they need more of something, which really, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Honestly, I don't know why people cheat. I wish I, I, wish I knew. Okay, so let's start with, have you been cheated on? Oh yeah, definitely. I've been cheated on. Would you care to elaborate? <laughs> I've been cheated on in multiple relationships. Um, when I, I mean, you cheated on me before, definitely, twice, maybe even three times. No, I want to go three. We'll, we'll discuss that later, but I want to go three. Okay, but yes, I've been cheated on. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and explain why I cheated on her. Um. This is like I said. This is it's no filter. It's no cat. We're gonna keep it a buck on this podcast. So mm. the first time we got together, it we really weren't never supposed to really be together. Like I, I had just broke up with an ex, and I ain't had none for like a year. So I'm like, all right. Fuck it. I'm trying to get me some. So, you know, it should happen or whatever. And uh, you know, some 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 grown up things went down and at that and that particular time in my life, I felt like let me let me let me break it down to her. We went out to, we don't want to do chilies or applebees. And then she was like, Oh, you know, I really like you, blase blase and I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, damn, I know it's gonna sound like some fucked up shit. Cause I used to be a fucked up individual, like, damn, like if I want to continue to fuck her, I probably got to make her my girl. Oh, gosh. So, you know, that's pretty much what happened. I'm not saying that I didn't like her, but I wasn't really fully invested in there because I was thinking more so with my dick than with my heart. So, and the, the crazy thing about it is that she knew, and I never understood why she just never came out and told me that she knew. Matter of fact, go, go and explain why you... 
just why you knew and decided not to tell why, why you decided not to tell me like to my opinion that just was like all right fuck it if she knows and she don't really care then fuck it i'm gonna just keep doing what i'm doing because she obviously don't really care because she knows and she clearly knows because she done told me oh i done went through your phone i done seen some shit but she hasn't addressed me and confronted me on it so go ahead and explain you know your thought process on that well i mean to go back to what you said at first i mean i <laughs> When we first started talking, yes, we have gone on dates, but we were already having sexual relations. So we were already having sex with each other. So I didn't see the need for you to want to tell me that you like me and that you want me to be your girlfriend if you were just trying to fuck. Now, I understand, you know, some guys feel like, oh, I got to make her my girl so she'll give me more pussy or keep giving me more of what I want. But I feel like, if guys were more upfront, then there wouldn't be as many heartbreaks for girls. Cause girls go through a lot. This is not like something that just happens once or twice. Like girls go through this all the time cause niggas just want what they want and they tell girls what they want to hear. And I feel like that's personally messed up. Like you should have been honest with me from the jump. You know, like, oh, I like you, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I mean, I continue, I do still want to continue to have sex with you or whatever, whatever, you know, then it probably could have gone a different way, our relationship, you know, instead of just jumping into it and you're not feeling 100% how you thought. Because at the end of the day, I did like you because the stuff that happened, you know, I felt like you were genuine and I felt like... I, at first, I did go through your phone, but I didn't see anything like was like particular, like, all right, he's cheating on me. Like, I know he's cheating on me. I just had suspicions and I can't just assume that you're cheating on me and be, come to you and be like, oh, I know you're cheating on me, blah, 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 until I have evidence. So that's why I never confronted you about it at the first time. I wouldn't say I said I would say I have a gut feeling, but I didn't positively know. So that's why I never confronted you about it. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I do feel like maybe if I was more upfront, like I just, we was the second episode of my podcast. We talked about uh, communication is essential. So like looking back on it, I feel like if I just would have communicated with you, like, yo, I like you. I just got a relationship and I'm really just trying to fuck right now because I ain't had none in like a year. It could have saved us some heartbreak of whatever we went through because we, we've been through a lot of shit together, a lot of unnecessary shit. Yeah, and I I was just going through a breakup as well. So like, like it's been a, it was a while since I actually dated someone. So when you were came to me and you're like, oh, I want you to be my girlfriend or whatever, I was like, okay. I thought about it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready, but yeah, I like you. So I said, yeah. So, but if you would have came to me up front and be like, all right, I like you. We've been having sex. We already had sex. Not like we we never had sex before. And I probably would have agreed with you. Yeah, I just got of a, a relationship. We should just take it slow. And I probably would have gone with that. And then I wouldn't have to deal with, oh, finding out that you don't really want to be with me. You just wanted me for my pussy and that's it. So, I mean. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, like, I, no, I wouldn't go that far. What did you want your pussy? Like, like, how it sounds. But, like, I mean, if you were, like, saying, all right, I don't want to. I like you, but I'm going to just make her my girlfriend because, you know, I, I need sex. Like, up like this. Some, I sex? liked you, but I didn't, like. Okay, so normally, like, when I'm in a relationship, like, it's a certain level of like required in order to be, in order for me to be with somebody. I liked you. I just didn't like you to that level of a, you know, I really like this girl to where, like, I won't cheat on her. So that's my fault. Like, I, that's, I admit, that's my fuck up. We mm -hmm. should have just 
took it more slow. But also another reason why I did it is because, like, you know, we had a couple pregnancy scares, and I didn't want you to sit there and be like, well, uh, well, you know, we're just fucking, we're not together, you're gonna be there for the kid, blase this, blase that. So, like, uh, I can see where you're coming from. Like, looking back on everything, mm-hmm. I can see... I can see where you're coming from. Now, the last time where was caused our like ultimate breakup, that you overreacted on that shit. Nah, that, that was not overreaction. You, oh, that okay. That's, anybody that is cheating. That's, that's not cheating. Day, that, is not cheating. That, is cheating. that is not cheating. That is not cheating. Like, oh god. That is. We'll, 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 we'll get in that in a second. But that is not cheating. Like that's just like all right. So I'm gonna break it down for y'all. So she's real big on like ever since the first time going through my phone, and I hate people going through my phone because it's my only privacy and that's the reason one of the reasons why i put you on my phone plan so if you really wanted to go through my phone just fucking call verizon and actually see the fucking text messages and bill so why would i have to go through all that if i could just actually see your phone why am i gonna have to call verizon go through verizon do all that craziness just to see what's on your phone and There's i no reason we, i'm supposed to be with you and trust you we're supposed to be able to communicate if i got my phone you can go through my phone it's unlocked you can see it if you're not hiding nothing from me you should okay. have felt the same way to my defense the last time there was a few times i gave you my passcode and your ass forgot okay and if i forgot, write that shit forget. down write that shit down that shouldn't matter at the end of the day the point is that you were not letting me see your phone because you were hiding shit no 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 that time that time i let you see it yes because you didn't have nothing in there for me to see because you weren't hiding nothing but when I when I wanted to see your phone and you were hiding something, you made a big deal out of it. So if the whole point of you didn't want me to see your phone in the first place was oh my privacy and blah blah blah, then you should that should have been inconsistent okay. the whole time. But that's not necessarily true. Like I can't state the fact like if I tell the John like hey I got a girl or whatever and she still decided to send me like un- unsolicited shit and then you just happen to see that because but that I wasn't, haven't. That was situation. Okay, but see, my whole point is even if that was a situation, it would have been a big deal about it and then we probably still would have broke up. Let me, all right, let me explain to y'all the last time we broke up, right? So we had got back together, right? It was a bunch of craziness that I don't know if you really want to share or not. Do you feel like sharing all that? That's a lot to go through. I mean, my life in general is crazy. I mean, my whole story of my whole life is just craziness. But all right, so I'm gonna give y'all the rundown real quick. We, we got we broke up the first time, not so much because I cheated, but because at that point she didn't have a car, and we got into this big argument because I gave her, I basically told her like, look, I need you to wash my car, and I asked her, I told her because you was driving it, and I let you drive it to work, and she didn't like it, so she broke up with me. Then we ended up getting back together. Second time we broke up is because I felt like she was just spending too much of my damn money and what you was <laughs> I, you spent money on me because you like me i mean I, what am i going to say no don't spend money on me you know? no 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 it was it was to the point where you was always asking me for money but you was making more money at me in that point because i was only washing was dishes at, through a at, lot of shit in my life yeah okay so and then the so that was the second time we 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 uh that was just that was those were the first two times we got back to you. The first two times we broke up. Then, like, over a course of, like, a year and some change, we were just talking and fucking, but we weren't really together. And then she got with some other guy. Some craziness happened. I was with some other girl, and that ain't really... I'll put it like this. I had a choice. I could either chose her or chose Mel and end up choosing Mel instead of choosing the other girl. Like, I had, I had a legit choice to choose, and I chose Mel over the other girl. And so... She ain't necessarily like that, but I'll get in that for another day. So when me and Mel officially got back together, because for a while, because originally she had went to, what was it, Texas for your job when I, you came I, back? 
Well, I was in South Carolina. Yeah, that was in South Carolina. Where was you? Where, where, when, when, when you came back in like April, where was that from? Texas or California? Oh, I was coming from Texas. Yeah, it was Texas. And I remember asking, uh, I remember telling my, um, I call her my sis, Kiana. I remember, you know, telling her like, yo, I think I want to make Mel my girl. I think I'm ready to do it right this time. Ask Antoine. I'm not gonna call you a bitch because yeah, I, 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 I know we call people, call people bitches on this podcast. I, I but wish you would. I was like, this chick had to know to tell me no. Like, uh, first of all, we went to Cheesecake Factory. It was like her favorite restaurant. And you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents must have really liked this girl because my parents don't let nobody sleep over. And they let her sleep over twice so I could take her to the airport. And they would let her come over when she's not home. Y'all, y'all listen, y'all, my parents going to be on here eventually on this podcast. My parents don't do none of that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, we not home? Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, she got used to the bathroom, she could pee outside. No, nah, like, it's not, it's not fucking happening at all. So the fact that, you know, like, she came in and graced herself with her, with her family, with my family, because my mom ain't like her at first, because she ate too much, she ate all the damn food. But over time, you know, my mom liked her or whatever. And so the third time we got together, like, I had told her, you know, this is the last and, and final straw. I was like, look, if we get together... We get together. If we make it work, we work. If we don't, like, I'm, we, we done. We just be friends, but I'm not getting back with you because I'm not, that's be the fourth time. I'm not going back and forth. Clearly, it's not going to work out. So, long story short, she had this, just, she had this premonition. She thought I was cheating on her or whatever. So, she went through my phone and there was a, a, a conversation, a sexual conversation mm. that I had with this female. But in my, and like, to us, it was an inside joke. Because she was more on the heavier side. So she knew that I wasn't going to fuck her. But we had this little inside joke when we were having like... So if you're on the outside in, I can see how it looked like sexting. But because of our relationship, she knew uh, we was just playing. And I knew I was just playing. And honestly, I forgot that shit was in there. I didn't even know that shit was in there. So when she asked to see my phone, I'm like, yeah, sure. Bam, bam, bam. Everything was cool. And then she saw that shit. And Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You want to talk about catching hell? Like, I call it hell. And, like, I can see why she was upset. But that was really the first time that, like, I really was, you know, curving girls, making sure, you know, I was just focused on her. And that shit popped up. And I had even asked my homie Antoine. Antoine and like Antoine understood like her whole reason was she was like if this was just your first time doing it then I wouldn't have broke up with you but because you have a history of doing this shit I can't do it no more and I'm gonna break up with you Antoine my best friend felt like she should never broke up with me he she just he just felt like you know what I'm saying it's something that you can work through but she didn't feel that way and so we ended up breaking up over that is that correct Yes, that is correct. But my point of view is when before we even got together the third time and I said first time I did say no because I was like, no, I can't do this. I'm not going through this shit again for the third time. We already done this one, two, and I'm not doing it a third time. And I thought about it and I was like, he's a good guy you are a nice guy i'm not gonna say you're not a nice guy and i did i i've always had strong feelings about you no matter who else i talked to you or dated i i i always had love for you but the 
the point where I was like, all right, I will, we end up doing, what did we do again? Like, how do we end up getting back together after I told you no? Um, you was, you, um, you, you kept asking me if I was ready. Yes. And I, and then I was like, are you for real? Like, are you sure that you were ready to be in a relationship with me again? Because I'm not going to, I don't want to do this again. And I set certain standards. I told you specifically, I don't want you to, I, I said, okay, you can talk to girls because I know you're still going to talk to your friends that are girls or whatever, whatever. I really didn't want you talking to no girls. I want you to cut all them bitches off. <laughs> but, you know, I have to be reasonable, you know. So I was like, all right, you can talk to them. But, you know, the line like you're not going to say certain things to a girl that you're not dating or you're not talking to so i said okay y'all can like you can take your friends up but like hey how you doing like what's your day my old my my girl uh his you know this is not the other but i don't want you having don't disrespect me at the end of the day don't put me in a position where i feel like Oh, this nigga's fucking around, play with my feelings or my emotions. And I I said that at the very beginning. It's not like I'm I, I specifically said don't text no bitches did. like you've been texting bitches before in the past. Don't do that shit to me again because that shit will at the end of the day I'll I will leave you quick, fast, in a hurry. And that's what I told you. And I know I did. And you said no, Mel, I really I really want to be with you. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and then I go through your phone months later we're going through everything's fine but i deep down inside something there was something that happened and i was like damn something something don't feel right like you know girls like get gut feelings like we we have like some type of premonition we're like oh this nigga's cheating on us i know this nigga's cheating he doing something slimy behind my back i need to see mm, no i need to see something so i said oh let me go through your phone okay yeah sure you Letting you think that you're fine, nothing's in your phone. Yeah, you can see my phone. You put your passcode in, you gave me your phone. So I'm looking, you're having regular conversations with your friends, okay, blah, 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 blah. I'm not mad about that. There was one conversation in there that did that did go south, but it wasn't it wasn't like that. So I was like, okay. No, I'm not gonna trip about that. I'll let that slide. But then that message that I saw, you talking about, oh, I wanna fuck you from the back. Oh, I wanna, I wanna do something to you. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what the hell is this? And I, I, and I, I, didn't, I didn't say nothing at first. I just looked at it, and I looked at you, and you looked at me like, oh shit, like, oh shit, what did she just see? And you know, you didn't know what it was until I, I showed you your phone. Okay. And I, I was like, fuck this shit, and I didn't say nothing to, to you. My def- All right, I, I, this trust me, this sounds horrible, <laughs> like, extremely horrible. But on the outside looking, I, I understand it, it, it sounds it sounds a mess. But the extent of me and her relationship, so the girl that she's talking about, like we tried to fuck once. That should have let me finish. We tried to fuck once, and it didn't happen. Like I'm just gonna keep it real. I just couldn't keep my dick hard. Like I just know if I wasn't really attracted to her or whatever. So after then, we've always just had this like running joke. And it would just continue. And that was part of the running joke. Like I said, on the outside looking in, I can see how horrible that sounds. Like, I'm probably like, this nigga ain't shit. Like, this nigga just a, a fuckboy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really not. But that particular... And I, I tried to explain it to her. And Antoine knew of the situation. Antoine tried to explain it to her. But once she had her mind made up, she had her mind made up. And the reason why... All right, I ain't gonna lie. The last time we broke up, that shit hurt. 
Like, I even cry, and I don't cry over females, especially not male. And I cry because the, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not going to get into that that transpired from the last time we broke up to the last time we got together. So I felt like everything that happened and all the stuff that I, I went through with her and was there for her with, I should have had that, I want to say on merit, but it should have been enough to where we could at least, you know, work through it. And then I kept telling her, she would dumb me. She didn't want to talk to me ever, ever again. And I kept telling her, look, we can work this out, blase, blase. And then she was like, okay, we can work it out. But she had made the mistake of telling her dad. And it was a wrap after that because I couldn't go back over there after that. He ain't looking at me the same. I used to go over there all the time, play with her daughter, play with them and play with them in Mortal Kombat, went to the movies. And then the moment she said that, the moment she told her dad, which is, I don't know why she did, because I, like, my parents are just now finding out that me and her broke up because I got another girlfriend. Before then, they had no idea. No idea we broke up. Yeah, but I I have a close relationship with my parents. Me too. But uh, but my dad seen me. He seen that I was hurt. My dad seen me hurt. Should have just said and, never well, mind. No, my dad is not that type of person. He seen me hurt. He knows something's wrong with me. He gonna dig 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 till he find out what's going on. So in my point of view, my dad was like, "Oh, what's going on, Mel? What what's going on? Why are you acting like what's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Nothing's wrong. I'm fine." And I'm I'm just to myself at that point. And I'm I'm kind of I'm like I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not I'm not worried about nobody else because I was truly hurt after that situation because I really cared for you a lot and I, it was more than that at that point. Like you know all the shit that we've been through over these years, and I really care for you and I I loved you, and not just because of the shit you did for me, not because any of that, because I I truly loved you for who you are, not. None of that. You were you been down and out. I've been down and out, and we were both there for each other, regardless of the situation. And the point that I asked you not to do something, and you and you did it. And even if it was a joke, even if you're playing around, like you should have known that I how I felt strongly about stuff like that, very strongly. And I I pointed that out to you, and you and you still went behind my back and you did it. Even if it was a joke, even if you was playing, like my point is like. After I've been through hurt, like, I don't, my point is like, okay, you did it once, you did it twice, you did it three times, and now I'm just looking like the fool. You may think, oh, it's just, it's just happened, like, she should have took me back because it was just a text message, it was just this, it was just that, but when stuff like that happens over and over again in relationships and you keep giving someone a chance, at, at the end of the day, like, girls get tired of that shit like we we can't deal we can only put up with so much and if you keep showing your ass to us and making us look like we dumb as fuck like how else are we supposed to feel and i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh i'm gonna take you back so what <sighs> i continue to do it and then something else happens and something else happens that's not healthy it's not is not healthy. Are you about to cry? I'm about to cry. No, no. I just don't don't cry on the podcast because you know I'm not good with people crying. I'm just gonna keep it pushing. Look at me, and I'm not pausing this shit. I'm not pausing this shit. So don't don't cry. Like all right. So like having time being in another relationship and having time to think about it. Like I truly am sorry for what happened because that's really. I want to say that's, I mean, I guess that's how you know me, but that's not really who I am. 
And it was just uh, the first couple times was just a cycle. The last time I was really trying my hardest, and that shit just happened. But side note, she did ask to get back together, and I, I shut that shit down just so, just so we, just so the viewers know. Oh yeah, so yeah. Because mm -hmm. she did ask. It was like not that long. It was like before I started talking to my girlfriend. Now she was. Did like, we? Did I even actually get back together? Yes, yeah, she did. You was like, cause you was like, cause you was thinking, you was like, oh T, I think about going to fame in Florida State. You know what T? I think we should. No, I, I think said we should, we should go to school. No, 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 no. You said we think. I think we should get back together. I remember that specifically because I talked to Antoine about it. No, and I Antoine, said, I said, oh, I know you are trying to go back to school, and you need. You were not trying to go back to school until you had your shit together. You had money saved up. You had a place to stay. And I said, well, I want to go to fam. I know you're trying to go back to fam, so let's go back to fam together. No. Listen, that's not how it went down. I remember I remember exactly how it went down, but we're going to move on. We're going to agree to disagree. So I wanted to ask you this, Mel. How did... All right, so from... If you had to transition from when the first time I cheated on you to, to the last time we broke up, right? What kind of effect did it have on you then? And what kind of effect does it still have on you now? Well, I don't understand what you mean. Like, like okay, so does that from from however I treated you, does that still cause like issues in the in the in the present? Like as regards to like trust issues yeah, or oh, definitely. Like I guess I tried to go into a relationship and I tried to have a clean slate, you know? And I think I think every girl and that maybe that's just me, but I feel like we all try hard to not bring our past relationships into our new relationships. But when you see red flags, like shit that, that you've seen in the past that someone else is doing to you now when, in your present relationship, you're like, oh shit, I've seen this before. Like, I know, like maybe I'm just overthinking it or maybe I'm just being paranoid or it's the trust issues that I have because things that happened in the past. But I feel like, like girls have like that in the back of their mind all the time and that's that's how i i am like the things that you've done to me the things that i've been through and even in past relationships i think about that shit when i go into a new relationship so if you had to give your honest thoughts on me and our relationship as a whole what would it be in a whole you are a good guy and i and like and a good guy since I mean, you will do something for someone. You will give somebody your last when you don't have it. You, like I feel like you, you, you have a good heart, and and you're not a bad guy. Like there's plenty of niggas out here just dogging girls out. Like they ain't doing shit for them. They ain't not helping them at all. They're not doing shit for them, and they still expecting a lot from that that girl. But you personally, you've been there for me, like when I've been really down and not even like, you know, with money, it's just in general, like in my emotionally when I've been depressed or when I've been sad, you've been there and you helped me get out of that situation and you try to um, make me feel better. And you are a very positive person. You know, you always help me try to, you know, be a better me, a better version of myself. So at at that type of sense, yes, I feel like you're a good person and whole. But when I think about our relationship, I feel like there's something inside of you that I don't know. Like I don't know what it is. Like, but it's like 
the same it's the same thing that happens over and over again like you're you're in a relationship and you're still talking to other girls the first time the first reason for your excuse was because oh i we're not really together but you asked me to be your girlfriend so i'm pretty sure we're together but in your sense in your mind the way you're thinking is oh no we're not really together i just want to you know i'm just i'm just fucking you know who cares like and that's in your mind but no i wasn't wasn't necessarily like all right so i knew we were together but i didn't I was gonna sound so, was gonna sound so assholeish. I just didn't like. I won't say I didn't give a fuck. You didn't give a fuck. But it was just where like I like I have like different levels of shit, different tiers, and I wasn't on like I should have just said, hey, we should just be fuck buddies until we're ready to be in a relationship. But because I didn't, and I ain't gonna lie, like I was immature then. I'm like I'm not saying I'm immature now because I'm I can still have a little bit of immaturity in me. Like I'm petty as fuck. But I was definitely immature then. Like, I was all about trying to get my rocks off. Because, like, hey, like, I just got a relationship where I thought, like, you know, I, I was dating my best friend. And I thought I was going to marry the girl. And that ain't happened. So I wasn't really, I got in a relationship because I thought I needed to be one if I was going to continue to get the pussy. But at the same time, I did like you. It was, I wasn't mentally ready for a relationship. I just wanted to have sex. And that showed, and not necessarily how I treated you. But when it came to the cheating aspect, because overall, I don't think I like I'll, if you take cheating out of it, I was a good boyfriend. But cheating is a big part cheating of cheating is a big part yeah, of cheating, relationship. Like you cheating know, cheating is a big part of it. Like I like I may have cheated, but I made sure you were straight. But that, but and I get where you're coming from. At the end of the day, if you try to make sure I'm straight and you want to be with me, supposedly and you care for me then why are you gonna go and do stuff like that like why would you even do something like that I, that like that's what never makes sense to me like if you really like someone even now like not even the first time we did it okay the first time we did it supposedly all right you just wanted to be with me because you wanted to get your rocks off and you liked me but you weren't really ready okay fine I wasn't ready either. I done stuff in our first relationship, like our first time we dated too. And I was like 18 back then. So yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I was probably still growing and had a lot of stuff I haven't actually been through as well. So, but when you, when you asked me to be your girlfriend the second time and you asked me to be your girlfriend the third time, like now it's just a, a complete cycle. And this is like stuff that is happening over and over again. So why would I want to take you back after something like that? After I told you I don't want you to do that, you shouldn't be doing this to me. Like I need respect. You, you, you did stuff for me. You took me out. You gave me money. I gave you money. Like okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you're helping me financially and you're helping me physically. But I could have, I could do that myself. I could find some nigga who not even want to be with me and do that shit for me. So that's not the whole point. No, of I mostly not, not everything. Okay, but that's not the point of, of a relationship. You're not in a relationship to to take care of me. I can have my dad do that. I can have someone else do that. But I'm in a relationship with you because I care for you and I need love from you. I need affection from you. I need you to show me and and not hurt me and not make me look stupid. You know. So why else would people, why do people be in relationships? It's not because they want something from someone. At least that shouldn't be the reason why. And I, I didn't want to be with you because you gave me money or because we're, you're, you're taking me out. Cause you did that stuff even when we weren't together. So what's the difference? 
of me being your girlfriend and you doing that shit and then me not being your girlfriend and you doing that shit. The difference is I want something from you besides financially or, you know, things like that. No, I feel you. You're right. I, I feel you. And I don't, I don't like admitting I'm right. But we didn't have this conversation. We, we had something like this. All right, so break it down. We had a conversation, but never nothing like this. So y'all getting like the first view of us really having a really break, sit down conversation about everything that happened. So let me ask you two more questions before we move on to our next topic. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, can cheating damage a friendship once the relationship is over? And can cheating change overall how you look at the person? I feel cheating overall as far as the friendship yeah, I think it could because if you can cheat on your own girlfriend, like how would you how do you treat your friends? Like how do you treat other people around you? So a part of me even as your friend, even after we broke up, you you still have like doubts in your mind of certain things that you you think about or doubts in your mind like what? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't say anything specific because I I can't really think of anything like right now. I just know as far as a friendship, I, I keep you close as a friend, but it's also, it's a different level of friendship. Like, I don't see you as someone I can come to and confide in all the time anymore. I don't see someone I, I, I can hang out with every day and like be around you and, and talk to you every day and tell you how my day is and everything like that. And we used to do that, even as friends, even when we weren't together. Um, when we first started talking, like stuff like that. But after everything that we've been through, it's just I kind of push myself further back from you in general. So I feel like, yeah, it, our relationship that we had as boyfriend and girlfriend did affect our friendship now. Um, and as far as cheating overall, how you look at a person, yeah, it, it been like it makes you feel like, okay, you cheated on me, like, you're a fucked up person for that, like, you say you love me, you care for me, you want to be with me, you want to start life, and you want to do this, but you're cheating on me, you're talking to other bitches, and you're making me look stupid, so how, do you really feel that way about me, are you just deceiving me, it's, it's just, if it doesn't, it's not right, I just, so yeah, I mean, it, it makes me look at someone differently once you're cheated on, and you're, I even as a relationship, even if you continue on, I think low, like even low key, deep down inside, even though you may continue to be with that person, you still hurt and you still think about it probably every day. You still have it in the back of your mind. That's fair. That's fair. So we're going we gonna to move on to a different topic because, like I said, I can say you start you starting to break down and cry and I ain't. I mean, it's just emotional. I'm, I'm not with that. It's just an emotional topic in general because. And not even because I, I still want to be with you, but more of just because, like, going back and thinking about everything. We never actually sat down and talked about it. We don't we don't have conversations like that. You don't, we, I don't, it's hard kind of talking to you about how I feel. Sometimes you get defensive. Oh, I do I, get, I do get defensive. Yeah, you do. You get very defensive. And sometimes I get defensive, so we just shut down and then it's no, we don't get nowhere. So this is like the first like actual conversation that we have and I feel like I'm getting your honest opinion, not just like, oh yeah, well, I feel like I'm right, I'm right, and you should have left me, you know, I'm I, I love you and blah 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 and that's all I that's all you seen and you never told me about the reasons why you cheated on me or why you did what you did. 
it didn't never make sense to me. So yeah, it's that's why I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. So we're gonna move on to double standards, and I, I really think it's a I really think double standards are fucked up. But it's a society that we live in today. So why do you think double standards exist? I feel like we all grew up like, like for us girls, we grew up, all right, you're supposed to act this way. You're supposed to be this way all the time. You're a woman. So you're supposed to act like this. And men, they're, they're taught when they grow up, all right, you're supposed to act like this. You're supposed to be, you know, women aren't supposed to do this and, and guys aren't supposed to do this to girls. So we grew up thinking about that. We grew up with double standards all our life. So I, I feel like that's probably why this now. All right, so let me let me ask you this, right? Because here's here's one of my uh, here's one of my problems I have with this society, right? So, if a girl and a guy fuck on the first date, right? The girl's a hoe, but a guy acts like he's celebrated. Like I never understood why it's like, oh, you a hoe if you fuck on the first date? Because I had a, not not you, but Tamara, me and Tamara fucked on the first date, and we was we was going for a year strong till you know we till we till we fucking ended. So why do you think that is to where, like, if the girl fucks on a first date, she's a hoe, but if a guy fucks on a first date, he celebrated when it was a mutual decision to have sex? I don't know. I feel like guys are the ones that are calling girls hoes. Like, guys are the ones that are be like, oh, she a hoe. She let me get She let me get it. She let me get this. She, she easy. She easy. She, just, she this, this, and that, and the other. But I don't... And sometimes girls feel that way about other girls, too, but... I really don't know. I mean, we all of us make their own decisions to have sex. I mean, it's not just one-sided. Girls are having sex on the first date. Guys are having sex on the first date. So I don't feel like it should be, oh, she's a hoe or, oh, he's not a hoe. or Because, you know, that's what men do. That's how men are. And, and yeah, it is a double standard. It's fucked up. But that's just how it is, I guess. So why do you feel like... Niggas can have more than one baby moms and everything's all right. But if a female has more than one baby dad, it's a problem. Because nine times out of ten, like, this is the way I look at it, right? The female's the one taking care of the kid. So, like, I feel like in a sense, like, the female's the one taking care of the kid. And I, I really I really don't like how niggas can just fucking have a baby and just sit there and just say, fuck it. I don't want nothing to do with you. And then just go off like it never happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's part of your responsibility. So... Why do you feel like females get found upon if they have, like, more than one baby dads with niggas out here having, like, six or seven baby moms and not, not taking care of any of their child? I feel like it's got to be equal. If you're going to sit there and scold a female because she has more than one baby dads, but she taking care of her kids, but niggas out here having, like, six different baby moms and not taking care of none of their kids but taking care of the kids, they in a, they in a relationship with, with a girl, like, that's fucked up. That ain't fair. Well, I, no, I agree that it's it isn't fair at all. But I I feel like for women it's different because yeah, guys can just get up and and leave. As soon as they find out a girl's pregnant, they don't have to be there. They don't have to deal with the. They don't have to deal with nothing. But women actually have to give birth. They have to carry that child nine, ten months. If they all that, they have to go to the doctor. They have to take care of their own bodies. It's not just the the child they're they gotta take care of themselves like a lot of women when they're pregnant they go through a lot of shit and it's not just oh i'm carrying a baby and that's it like it's a lot we gotta go to doctors that shit's expensive children are expensive even before they're born and it's sucked up that men just get up and leave and they don't care about the women or that they the one who 
uh, went through the situation with the girl. It's not done by themselves. Like, y'all niggas are giving kids, giving women children as well. Like, that's fucked up. I don't know. I never got that. All right, so let me ask you this. Because here's one of the things that I have a problem also with today's society. Like, for example, if, if a guy messes up once, he's considered a deadbeat. But if a, a girl messes up at a mom, like, they have multiple chances. Like, I get it to where, like, the mom's the one raising the kid, so she get multiple chances. But I've seen some females where the guy messes up once. Not necessarily, like, you know, cheat on her. But let's just say, like, he, he going through a rough time, can't provide or something like that. And it's like, oh, I'm done with you. I'm not fucking with you. You a deadbeat, blase, blase. Put him on child support. Because I know plenty of guys that want to be there for their kids, but their mom put them on child support and then turn around and be like, oh, He's a deadbeat, but not really knowing the full story as to where you not letting him see his child. I don't know. I think that situation is fucked up in general. I personally have a child of my own, and I would never keep my daughter purposely away from her dad. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that. But I feel like women also have a very good reason why they put guys on child support. Because they they may not just be talking. They may not just be like, oh, he's he's not a deadbeat or he's a deadbeat because he hasn't helped one time. No, there's plenty of times when niggas are out here spending money, getting weed, <laughs> buying shoes, doing all this shit, flying the money like they got, but they can't help their child. So, yeah, they're a deadbeat dad. How are you going to be out here buying weed, flying money, and doing all this shit, but you can't help your child? But on the flip side of that, though, there's plenty of times where the nigga's out here sending her child support money, and she's getting that shit done on her nails, on her hair, everything except the child. Well, I mean, you don't know that because she, if the child's taken care of, because children are expensive. Like, like I said, you, we, if a guy is not in the situation, we have to want to take the kid to school. We have to pay for daycare. We have to feed the children every single day. We have to put clothes in their back. We have to get them diapers. We have to get them formula. And niggas think, oh, we getting money and we spend it on, on nails and, and we getting our hair done and we doing all that. But that's our money too. You send us money and we spend that money on your children, but we make money of our own. So yes, we going to go to make sure our children are straight and make sure they're okay but we're also going to treat ourselves like how are we just going to sit here and not we're going to just supposed to be walking around looking ugly and messed up but if the women are not i mean some women may be spending their money and not taking care of their children but majority of us are actually taking care of our children like i said they're expensive you send us what niggas probably send oh i'm sending you 50 dollars a week what's 50 dollars a week I, I used to pay $120 a week in daycare alone. Like, and you sending me $50 a week. I also have to feed our child that you helped conceive. I also have to put clothes on our child's back. She Children grow fast as hell, especially when they're first born. <laughs> like, my daughter grew shoe sizes, and you got to buy shoes. You got to buy clothes. You got to get make sure their kid's hair's done. You know, you don't want them going out looking a fool. So, like I said... And niggas just think we're just spending money on ourselves, but it's not. That's not the truth, in my opinion. All right, I got a couple more topics here, and then after that, we'll be finished. Um, There's another issue I have, right? So in the when it comes to the justice system, right? So I feel like dads have a hard time because of the simple fact that they can get, like, you know what I'm saying? They can be there for their child, and the judge will give every chance to the mother before either giving it to him or sending it or, or sending it away to the state. Like if you got a dad that's wanna be there for you, let's say the mom's doing heroin or crack or whatever and he has custody. But as soon as she gets healthy, 
you know what I'm saying? It goes back, it goes back to the mom. And then if she goes into relapse, then it goes back to the dad. Like I feel like in situations like that, if the if, if the mom fucks up like that to where she feels like she's incoherent to be a to be a fucking mom, the custody should go to the dad and she should have parental rights to see the child. But I don't think she should have full custody again. Cause otherwise she shouldn't have fucked up in the first place. At least not until the two parents sit and agree on whether they're gonna share custody, he's gonna get full custody back to her. But as far as the judge and the legal system just going ahead and giving her full custody when she's not really warranted of it and deserving of it, I think it's fucked up. Well, I mean, I agree to a certain extent, like, yeah, it is, um, if someone is actually going through that situation, like the mom is on drugs or they're going through something and they're doing things they shouldn't be doing and they're putting their children at risk, it's about the children. So yeah, they, they shouldn't have gave the mother back the uh, paternal right, you know, the maternal right and have the child go back to their mom, especially if they've done that situation. Yeah, I see that point of view, but also, yes, every I feel like everybody makes mistakes, so, but sometimes I guess what the judge may see is like, okay, this person, the mother, took care of the child, they had to carry the child for nine months there, and we all mothers have like a maternal instinct, like they, they some women may go off of the stream you know they may do drugs they may do this they may do that but deep down inside once they get clean they know they did wrong they know they messed up and they need their child and their child needs their mother they also need their father so yeah i mean i see where you're coming from all right so let me ask you this last question uh that i feel like you'll be able to answer well why do you feel like when a female gets pregnant, the burden falls on the mom and not both of them. Like, why do you feel like parents are so hard on their daughters, but they coddle their sons? Like, for like me, that's not necessarily for my parents. My parents been told me, you get a girl pregnant, you gotta get the fuck out. Like, they made, they kicking me out now anyway. But they, they really would have kicked my ass out then. But I feel like with other parents, like, I don't know how it was with you and, with, with you and, uh, and Maya's dad. But, like, everything falls on the mother but if the guy decides she don't want to be there, he don't want to be there. Like, you know, it's just, okay, whatever. Like, that that's, the the mom will accept that. The the dad's mom will accept that, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's fair. I feel like if, it, if you make the baby, it should be two of y'all. And y'all should be in this shit together to try to make sure y'all raise the best y'all, y'all raise the best environment for the child to begin with. And then also, once you answer that, just explain to me how your parents handle your pregnancy and what was their reaction. Well, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, the women, I mean, yeah, men are also the ones that are taking part of a child being born or, or a girl getting pregnant. So they should also have the same responsibilities that a woman has to go through and they should be there for that person. Even if they're not together, even if they don't work out, that person should still, the dad should still be there for their child. Someone that they help made and bring into this life because without your seed or a man's seed or the dad's seed, there would be no child. Like, so it's not just something that I did by myself. Oh, niggas are, thinking that women are trying to trap or trap them or this is that and the other, but they're the ones going raw and coming inside me thinking that it's just not going to happen. So it's not just a one-sided thing. Y'all both made the decision to have sex and y'all both made the decision to have unprotected sex. So it should be both of your decisions to also have and take care of a child. 
So, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like at some point, maybe the dad, the dad or or the mom of the dad may feel a certain way about they, them not being there for their kid. But at the end of the day, men are grown and they're going to do what they want. They're not going to listen to their parents no matter what. Even if their mom is telling them you should be taking care of your child, they're not going to do it regardless. If they don't want to take care of that child, they're not going to do it. But with us women, we have to take care of the child. We carry that child for nine months. It's hard for us to just give up on a child or just give up on something that we, even if we didn't want the child to be there, I can't just give up on my child because that's something that I have made in my body and I'm giving birth to. So, I don't know. I feel like it's, at the end of the day, it is both of the parents' responsibility, and niggas should be there just as the mom should be there, and mom should be there just as much as the dad should be there. It shouldn't just be one-sided. And um, as far as, like, how my parents took my pregnancy, I got pregnant very young. I, yeah, really young. I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you was doing. I, I got pregnant very young. I was in high school, and I met someone and we dated and I thought I was in love. I I I felt like he was everything that I wanted to be with and he made me happy. You know, when you're younger and you go through that and you just get all these feelings and you're like, Oh yeah, he's someone that I wanna be with. So I made a decision and he made the decision and we talked about it and he asked me, Do you wanna do this? And I at first I know I'm young and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know and he's old he was older than me, not much older than me, but he was a I was a freshman and he was a, a junior in high school. So he's about two years older than me. So I, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. But at the end of the day I made a decision and he made the decision and we had sex. And you know, when you're younger, you don't really think about, oh, I'm going to get pregnant or I'm, I'm going to have a child. Um, you're not thinking about that. You're just thinking about getting sex, having sex. And, you know, once you start having sex, it's like you don't you just can't stop. It's hard, like especially when you're young. It's something that it's hard to do. So you're just having sex and you're not thinking about the consequences or or having a child. So um, months go by and I, I I'm, I'm tired all the time and I feel sick and I, I don't want to, I haven't got my period. I don't want to go, I don't want to do nothing. And my mom's like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong with you? She asked me if I was pregnant and I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. And I, at the time I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't think I was pregnant. And I, I my best friend at the time, Miranda, I, I, I talked to her. I'm like, I don't know. I'm really scared. I think I'm pregnant. She's like, why would you think that? And you know, like, I'm not even really thinking about it. So I tell my, my boyfriend at the time, which and I was like, oh, well, I think I need to take a pregnancy test. So he went and got me one, and I, I, I found out I was pregnant. And I was, that day changed my life. I, I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. I'm, at the time, I'm 14 years old, and I found out I'm, I'm about to have a child. Like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, this is not a joke. Like, I'm for real pregnant. And... I wanted to hide it from my parents. I didn't want to tell nobody. I didn't want to tell no friends. I didn't want to tell my parents. I didn't want to tell his parents. I just wanted to keep it to myself. And he thought that we shouldn't do that. And I, I told him, no, we're not going to tell nobody. One day he told my dad. He walked up to my dad. He's like, I, miss I want to talk to you, Mr. Johnson. Like, 
I want to tell you something. And my dad looked at him <laughs> and he's like, what, what you got? What you got? Tell me what you got. Tell me. And he, my, my, <clears throat> my boyfriend at the time, he was like, oh, um, I, me and Melody, um, and he's stuttering and looking like a fool. And my dad's like, you get my daughter pregnant? and and he didn't say nothing and my dad i swear my dad i feel like he blacked out and i think my dad was about to kill him he literally was about to choke him i he was about to do something and i had to stop him and like and he was yelling because they were outside in front of our complex and it just was really bad and me and my dad we he was very disappointed in me he's like you're gonna ruin your life like you have so much going for you you know because i i did really good in school i always did good in school and he thinks that i wasn't gonna finish school i'm a freshman and you know having a child is a lot of responsibilities and he didn't think i i'd be able to finish school so he was very disappointed my mom was disappointed but my dad was more of angry and disappointed you know fathers are very overprotected over their children um, so he was, my dad's like one of those type of dads. So he was very upset and he didn't talk to me. Uh, we didn't talk for a while. And my mom, she was there. She was very supportive. She was disappointed. Don't get me wrong, but she was very supportive. She was there. She, she took me to my doctor's appointments and she made sure that I was okay. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like my parents were disappointed in me and they thought that it me having a child would ruin my life but I personally think having my daughter changed my life because I feel like I could have gone down a very wrong path especially certain things that happened when I first moved here like it could have all gone wrong I could have been worse off than I am now but my daughter made me want to be a better person she made me want to strive and be better and do something for myself so at the end of the day, my parents, I feel like now they see her as a blessing. It's the same way as I see her. She is a blessing. Yeah, she's a handful. She's definitely a handful, but... She's a handful, but I she's... I that little girl. She's definitely something else. But I want to thank you for coming on to this podcast. I just want to recap. So, you know, today we, we, we dealt with uh, a very emotional male when it comes to, to cheating. And I was able to get a good female perspective on... Uh, on double standards on why on why that is and just a, a female perspective on cheating and how that can affect a person's mindset and their relationship going forward because i ain't know that you you know i mean i know we don't talk like that as much but i thought that was just contributed to the fact that you know i got a girl and she likes to be all up under me 24 7 so i didn't know like you know you didn't because you ain't you not confiding in me was part of the reason because of the whole cheating backstory like them saying you learn new shit every day yeah it's true um but i feel like everything happens for a reason you know i don't know the reason you don't know the reason but everything happens for a reason and it's i i'm glad that i got to come on your podcast you know and talk about my feelings and you know hopefully uh people out there are listening and understand you know maybe this will help guys and maybe girls too um, through situations that they are going through and relationships, you know, because relationships are are not easy. <laughs> it's really not. Right, y'all. That's gonna wrap it up, man. For this pod, for this episode four of Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast. Don't forget the Instagram is Average Joe Thoughts, P D C A S T, and then my Twitter 
is T-O-A-J podcast you can throw your twitter in there or instagram on there but i know you don't really follow so you don't really do social media like that so i mean you can follow me on instagram you know um <laughs> i do got an instagram it's melody j22 i'm not all that so but you know i got i got a little instagram i don't got a lot of followers i really stay to myself i'm not really a social media person but you're glad to follow me i'm saying so go ahead rate like subscribe leave me a comment you know just anything y'all want me to talk about either leave it on my twitter leave it on instagram you know my regular instagram is the original playmaker my personal twitter is swaggy t89 uh, if y'all even want to leave thoughts on you know uh this episode y'all could do that and then also just let you know how, how you feel like today's episode went and you know should i bring mel back on as a guest for you know future uh for Future episodes. I felt like our chemistry today was was decent. It was nice. Yeah, we didn't we didn't fight. Which is first time ever. Dad, you trust me. We used to fight all the time, y'all. Y'all have no idea how much we used to fight. But all right, man. I want to thank y'all for listening, man. Um, I'm gonna have another guest on here soon. uh, So be on the lookout for that. And like always, man, stay blessed. Peace.